to the 9 to 5 Faith podcast. All right. Welcome, everyone. I am Paige C. Clark, and I'm here with my friend Rose. Rose, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Good. Now, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, what your nine to five is. <laughs> All right. So a little about me. I um, I live in Texas. Uh, I have a husband, been married almost 29 years, and we have a 28-year-old. Uh, what I do? Well, I show people around my amazing town, and I help them to see why they would want to visit Mineral Wells, Texas. So technically, my job title is Director of Tourism. Um but my passion of that job is to help people fall in love with mineral wells. What's your sales pitch there? Like, <laughs> like why should I visit mineral wells after this? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we are, uh, we're straight up an outdoor destination. So if you love the outdoors, we have three state parks in our county, which is rare. Well, no, I think it's less than rare. I don't think it's ever happened before. Um, we've got 30 plus miles of hiking and biking trails, and um, we've got the Braz big Brazos River running through the state of Texas. So we just have all the outdoor things that you could want to do. And we are shifting back to our roots as a wellness destination. So we were wow. known in the 20s as the place to go for all the famous people if you wanted to come feel better because oh, of our water. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say like, are there like hot springs or something? We there? do. So you can do baths here. Back in those okay. days, there were bathhouses everywhere. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. And how long have you been working in that job? Um, About four and a half years. And then before that, I was on the tourism council for I think okay. like three years and then got hired onto staff. So. so you've been doing it for a while. Been there a while. Absolutely yeah. loving it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I always like to start off like with what your week looks like, because I realize like everyone's week looks a little bit different in like how they practice their faith and then like mm -hmm. fit work into it or the other yeah. way around. How do you yeah. fit your faith into your work? So on a normal week <laughs> or on Sunday, the week will start out as um, on a normal week, my job time is 8 30 to 5 Monday through Friday that's in theory when you're the director of tourism a lot of it is after hours building relationships with tourism partners and going to an events and on top of that I'm also the film liaison so if you come to our community to film a project I'm your point of contact so that might mean I end up spending eight hours with you driving you around my county to help you find locations so um if <laughs> if it stays true to an 8.30 to 5, right. um, typically uh, it's I'm getting up early um, most days, you know, up around 6.30. And so I spend a little time just kind of doing a brain dump to make room for hearing God. And then I'll just mm -hmm. um, spend time you know, reading scripture, journaling, you know, kind of whatever that looks like in the morning. Um, I typically, so you're seeing me here in my studio, which is a couple of blocks from my office. And so this is generally where I come on my lunch break to paint, to write, to just spend time with God. Right now I'm researching Christian meditation. And so I have notes everywhere. <laughs> and so for me, that's part of, um, you know, my spending time with God. Uh, for the last few weeks, I have actually been fasting and having communion in the mornings. Um, a lot of times if I feel like Holy Spirit's trying to teach me something specific or transform something in me specifically, I'll use that as a focus. So like in the morning, I'll start out with 
communion. I'm reading through some scripture and then um, I'll fast until usually around one o'clock. And the reason I do that is because I can use those hunger pangs as a reminder, almost like an alarm clock. I'm hungry. Oh, this is my reminder to pray for whatever it is. Holy spirit is trying to shift in me. So sometimes yeah. I have to use hunger to remind me <laughs> to, to think about God and what Holy spirit is doing in my life. So, right. so Very yeah, cool. that's kind of my general, um, you know, in addition to that. So my husband and I, we sold our house and we bought an RV just so we could be park coast at our, one of our state parks. So we have duties there and you know, that's a lot of fun and we love that, but yeah, yeah. there's, it's, it's a lot. I technically, my job is eight 30 to five, but right. it's very rarely. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you, you said something there that I was like, Oh, that's a good idea of like just brain dumping everything to make room for the Holy spirit. Like, yeah. That's really powerful. I think in yeah. my opinion of like a really easy way. Cause like, I, I always like to say like my love languages is lists yeah me too like I love lists yep. <laughs> if you if you want to make me happy give me a beautiful list um <laughs> yeah. and so like as yeah. as a way to kind of start off the day of just like dumping everything out to make room for yeah. the Holy yeah. Spirit so you work in office mm-hmm. is that what, like in an office with other yeah people? in general like a lot of my job requires me to be out meeting with my tours and partners whether it's restaurants or hotels right. or whatever so I'm out doing things with them or building relationship with them or you know stocking my information racks around the county but but generally you know a lot of mine is sitting at a desk so yeah or yeah or working in my visitor center yeah with other people um because it, it is a little bit different I ask because like working from home is like way different than like working yeah. in person with other people, yeah. even like meeting, like doing meetings. Yeah. Um, because like, you don't get to, you don't get that interface mm-hmm. a whole lot. Yep. And I, prior to coming to this job, um, I had been a work at home entrepreneur. So yeah. like, I know that life too. And it is a totally, it's harder, I think in that life to shut down work and shift over to home because work is at home. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I I found like one thing that um, before COVID, my husband, he was always, he always worked from home because he works for himself. Um, And then like after COVID, now I'm just like full-time at home too. But one thing that like he and I have had to kind of get in the habit of is like letting our office space be our office space. Yeah. And then everything else, like when we leave our offices for the day, we're leaving our offices and we're yeah. leaving our work behind Yeah. Um, and kind of transitioning to yeah. family and life. And this makes that really hard because you're going to carry it from the office over to your life. And it yeah. just, yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially for you too, with, with working outside of regular hours mm-hmm. too. I, my first job was a, a little bit above and beyond your regular clock in clock out hours so how how do you navigate that and like you know kind of kind of go with the flow and trying to like stay in some kind of rhythm with God yeah you know I'll tell you I am a type a so like I'm a planner and I'm very task oriented so I'm like thinking things through I'm like you I want my list um in fact I can show you on Sundays I sit down um with God and I just kind of 
I ask Holy Spirit, you know, what am I focusing on for the week? And then, um, then I kind of plan out the areas of my life. So I'm going to, this isn't helpful for those on a podcast, but like, this is my, this is my week. So I've got Monday and then on Monday, what are my goals for my health and wellness? What are my goals for creativity Mm. and spirituality? What are my goals for my ministry that I have? Um, so that's a big piece of it, but I also include on this list, the thing that I'm supposed to, you know, whatever it is, I think Holy Spirit wants to be focusing on. It's on there. So every time I'm looking at my to-do list, I take a glance down at the thing that, that I feel like Holy Spirit has, is wanting me to focus on for the week. So that's a part of it. But in general, honestly, it's just the key is being an intentional you're intentional with the parts of your life that you can plan and that are predictable, but you're also intentional in preparing for, if you know you're going to have random crack times or random, you know, waiting times or just random bits of time that you never know where they're going to happen, then you're preparing ahead of time. How can I fill that time with God um, if I plan for it now so that when it comes, how can I, you know, that's a big piece. So for me, it's all about, it's, it's just being intentional. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And like planning, planning for the unplannable, I guess. <laughs> yes, like, that's exactly ex- what it Expecting is. the unexpected, but like also <laughs> like planning for the unplannable or like, yeah. I think it can be something as simple as like having podcasts queued up in case exactly. your commute gets yeah. longer, having, you know, nine to yeah. five faith queued up or, or other podcasts that you listen to that are life-giving or my husband, every morning when he's on a, he walks our dogs every morning. He just listens to sermons every morning or just kind of having those things in your back pocket. So like when plans do change. Yeah. I actually teach something called a virtual Bible caddy. So do I have it? Okay. Here, here's my, well, again, we're on a podcast, but that's okay. The video's getting posted too. Okay, good. So this is my actual Bible caddy. It has a couple of different versions of a Bible. It has journals. It has, you know, my colored highlighters. Um, It has, you know, notepads. It has all the different things so that when I'm sitting down for some time with God, like all of my stuff. And if we're going to travel, I just grab the whole thing and go. Yeah. Um, But I, one of the things that I teach is creating, and this is a really great way to prepare for those unexpected um, gaps of time is that um, you create you know, you can create folders on your cell phone. Right. And so I have a folder. I don't know how easy it would be to show it, but I have a folder on my cell phone that's called Bible Caddy. And so I have a couple of Bible apps. I have some of my favorite podcasts. Mm. I have some devotional apps in here. And then I have like some Bible study apps. So anything that I might could use to just help me point my heart toward God for a few minutes is in this little folder called Bible Caddy. And so then if I'm suddenly in a long wait line at the grocery store, I can either get frustrated with the line or I can decide that that's a really great time to pull out my Bible Caddy. So that's, um, that's that for me, that's preparing for the stuff I can't prepare for. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. That's such a fun idea. I might start that. I love that idea. It's really, (laughs) it's really cute, especially like the physical caddy. Like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm probably going to do that after this (laughs) podcast rose. Um, so in talking through like, how do you, let me say this, how do you like interact with like your faith community, whether it be like your church or like a Bible study group or what, how do you interact with them? Or like, how do you sustain that with such like an unpredictable schedule? Yeah. Well, um, very seldom do I have to miss 
church, you know, Sunday or Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I, on the rare occasion, it's because if if I do, it's because I'm working with a film crew. Right. Um, and when they're here, it's like all hands on deck. Right. Um, but usually I'm able, even if they're filming on a Sunday, usually I can go out after church. So I'll tell you, I absolutely love my church family. Mm. Um our community, our, our church, our, our community at church, we're really just kind of going, going after the presence of God, but not just for ourselves, but for our whole community, for mm-hmm. all the churches in our community. Like we love all the churches in our community and they're right. a part of us. And so, um, I love that. Uh, I am, I'm on the worship team and on, you know, one Wednesday month, I actually lead the team. So that keeps me focused, you know, on, especially that week, I'm really focusing in, on hearing, okay, what are we doing? You know, Holy Spirit, what are we going to do Wednesday? Um, so, so Sundays and Wednesdays are pretty much non-negotiable. Like it, it has to be mm, really yeah. important for me to miss that. Um, aside that, aside from that, you know, I have, I have kind of a, a tribe of women, you know, that are my, they're my kind of my prayer team. Like when things are crazy, right. when, you know, they're the ones that I touch base with. Now, none of them live in my town. So mm. we all do it by text or by Facebook messenger or whatever. Yeah. So I do have that group. And then I have a core group of, um, you know, women here that I'm really close to. Most of them are at my church. Um, and then I just kind of try to I'll be honest, if I didn't have to, if I didn't have to do like Facebook for my job, I don't think Mm -hmm. I would have Facebook at all, except that I do have my fixed community there. And so that's kind of my online community of of women where we're just kind of learning this devotional life thing together. So um, again, it's really the same thing. It's deciding like what's most important and what's not negotiable and then figuring out, you know, just being intentional with the rest of it. Like if you can't do the rest of it every day, like how, do, how do, can you build that into your time? Even if it means adding it to your list. Cause like, yeah. I don't believe God wants to be an item on our to-do list, but he knows our hearts. If we're doing it just to check it off and say, we did it, right. that's not pleasing to him. But if we're doing it because we just need the reminder, because we're running right. hard and fast doing life right now, and there's a million things to do. And he knows the reason we're putting on the list is just to remind ourselves to point our heart back to him. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I do believe that pleases him. So it's whatever, Yeah, it's knowing yourself well enough mm-hmm. to know and be honest, like, yeah. what do I really need? you know, how, yeah. what's going to remind me to point my heart back towards God. So, yeah, that, there's yeah. so much there that I want to, <laughs> to go on, but I think like, I think adding it to the list, like if you, I, I was texting a friend the other day and I sent her just like a picture of one of my lists and I was like, please don't judge me that I have washed <laughs> my hair on my list. Okay. Doesn't mean I'm gross and I don't shower, but also sometimes I need just like a little like light bulb to remind me, hey, set aside enough time to go wash your hair. Yeah, because probably tomorrow you're not going to be able to. So if you don't do this today, you're going to get grungy. Right, sister. right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I think I think that's also like how how adding adding God to your list if you're yeah. a type A like us. And um, I also think like. God created our personalities Absolutely. and like, like he created some of the, uh, some of us to have the gifting of organization mm-hmm. and, um, structure. And I can't, there's, there's a, there's a spiritual term for that, that I'm not able to place administrative. Right now. Yeah. Yes. Remember, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what it is. Um, yeah. 
like to be more administrative. And so yeah. I, I, I don't think that God has a problem being, mm. um, on our list because I say like, if I don't see it, it's not in my brain. Like yeah. if, it, yeah. if I don't hold things in my brain for the sole purpose <laughs> that it's written down yeah. on a piece of paper somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It just, and you know, another thing too, for me is, um, I'll anchor habits. Hmm. So, um, let me think of an example. I, I think I actually had some that I was going to share. Oh, okay. So anchoring habits. Mm -hmm. So one of those would be like using a hunger pain mm -hmm. to remind me to pray. Or, right. um, I do have, I have two alarms set on my phone. One is 1221. That's my husband's birthday. Mm -hmm. Every day at 1221, my phone goes off and it just reminds me, take a second to pray for him, whatever's mm -hmm. on my heart. Then I have the other one that's set for 148 and that's for John 148. And that's where my, the, the fig community, like that's where that comes from at yeah. 148, my alarm goes off. It's just a quick reminder for me to pray for, you know, for my, the community, the fig community mm -hmm. and, and how I'm serving them. And then, you know, like Sunday check-ins, you know, I mentioned I've got, I've got, so this is me setting up. I'm going to get a little bit closer and see, yeah. see it's color coded. And so like one yeah. color is health and wellness. One color is my spiritual, mm -hmm. personal life. One color is um, building relationships. What I want to do this week to be intentional about sewing into my relationships. And then yeah. the other color is for fig. Well, part of anchoring is that on Sunday night, when I'm doing this, I'm not just making a to-do list. First, I'm asking Holy Spirit, like, what is, what is my focus for the week? And then you know what is ahead of me. You know all the things that I don't know that are coming. You know there's a film crew coming on such and such day that I'm not ready for. Right. So you help me plan my week. Well, mm -hmm. just because I'm not actively reading my Bible when I do that doesn't mean I'm not spending time with God. I'm right. actively spending time with God in the act of planning out my week. Yeah. And so the more that I can anchor habits yeah. to, you know, anchor those, those sort of practices or movements, like remembering to pray because I feel a hunger pain, the more that I can anchor those habits, then throughout the day, I've got habits I'm doing all day long. So yeah. if I've got different practices of pointing my heart towards God, anchored to a practice that I'm, yeah. you know, all the time spending time with God. It's just not right. necessarily with a Bible in my hand. So, right. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I think to like finding anchor habits that you wouldn't regularly dismiss. So like, yes, phone alarms work for you. Phone alarms <laughs> wouldn't work for me. I dismiss those so fast, but also like, I always wear my Apple watch. So like, yeah if I set my watch to go off, that would probably do it more than yeah. a phone alarm because yeah. alarms are associated in my brain with waking up and yeah. I don't want to wake up and yeah. <laughs> I want to well, turn it off. <laughs> so some of the other things would be like, if you, um, you could do, you know, how we used to do those little, uh, note cards and we put a verse on them. We'll put yeah. that with your toothbrush and toothpaste. So while you're brushing your teeth, you're reading scripture. Right. Like that's anchoring a, ha a practice of pointing your heart toward God with something that you're already going to be doing anyway. Yeah. Like anywhere that you, you can do that and anchor to your habits that you're already doing. Yeah. Use that as something to point you back towards God. Like that's how we, um, scripture says that we're, um, in prayer all day. Like it's all the time. We're all the time. That's how it's not right. that we're on our knees all day, right? It's that we're constantly throughout the day, pointing our heart back towards God in some way. Yeah. And so the more of those kinds of things that you can do, I'm not sure then it does. 
the more the <laughs> Siri wants to talk, she doesn't understand. <laughs> but the more of those different things that you can do to um, just tie your regular habits into a reminder to turn towards God, eventually it becomes natural. Yeah. But when you're trying to build that relationship with him and build that consistency and constancy and always, you know, being aware of him, then that's when you start finding the habits that you can tie to a practice. So mm, I love yeah. that. The other thing that you said earlier that I wanted to dig deeper on was the non-negotiables and making things non-negotiable, because I do feel like, I mean, you can blame my generation of the millennials, but we have a <laughs> millennials and Gen Z's have, have a, um, kind of some notoriety for being rather flaky and yeah. for backing out. And I think just the era of technology has made that a lot easier to yeah. back out on, on tasks, on commitments, on whatever it is. So what are some ways that like you make the things non-negotiable? Like, is that, do you have accountability in that? Do you um, set that up with your husband? Did, you know, did it look different when your kid was at home? Like, could yeah. you dig more into that? So, yeah. And it, it really depends on a couple of things. Like what is the thing that you're trying to make non-negotiable? So for example, something that I really am trying to um, be more consistent about, and I've not yet, I've not yet felt the urge or perhaps I'm resisting the urge to make it a non-negotiable, mm -hmm. but I want to be better about honoring the Sabbath, about keeping mm -hmm. the Sabbath. Yeah. Because I know as this type A person that is going, 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 and I have a dozen different hats that I'm wearing and they're all, you know, and I don't do anything halfway. I, I do try to do everything with excellence and I try right. not to um, I'm, I'm not about perfection and people pleasing, but I am about completing what I say I'll do. And there's a lot. So, um, you know, trying not to overcommit would be one, but because of that, I know that if I don't take, if I don't keep the Sabbath, that it's a gift to us right. because he knows people like me need to be told, take the day off. Right. And so, um, if, if I came to the point where I were going to call it non-negotiable, but we'll just say, just take a step back from non-negotiable and say, I really am trying to be more consistent about that. Then if, if I say it's non-negotiable, I am not going to work on Sundays. Well, first off, what does that mean work? Is it just mean I'm not going to go into yeah. the office? Or does it mean I'm not going to do regular household things? Right. Um, I recently heard a who, oh, Emily P. Freeman interviewed, yeah. I can't remember, did you hear the one about the Sabbath? Mm -mm. She talks about, it's a really good one. I, I sort of, I didn't even think about that, but um, the, the woman that wrote the book about Sabbath, she talks about actually in scripture, Sabbath is communal. It's meant mm. to be together with your people. So it's right. not that it's not the intention that you go into your hidey hole and you do nothing but read scripture all day. Right. But, but if, if I'm trying to make that my non-negotiable, or at least I'm trying to make it more consistent, like, what does that mean for me first and write it down so that you can yeah. hold yourself to it. Yeah. Because if you, at least if you've got it written down, even if you've not told anybody else, you have something to hold yourself accountable to. It's not as great because you've already dealt with it. Right. So, I mean, first off is decide what does that actually mean to you? What are your actual parameters there? And yeah. then, um, you know, we're calling it non-negotiable. Obviously on a Sabbath day, you know, things happen. Um, 
but what are my boundaries? Right. And what is Holy Spirit saying? This is for your good. This isn't because I'm trying, I want you to check it off a list. This isn't about keeping a law. It's right. none of that. It is Holy Spirit. What do you, what do my boundaries need to be for my own good? Yeah. And what can you <laughs> control in that? Exactly. And there's a lot of things that fall outside of our control that like might pop up. There might be emergencies or, or what have you. Like I work in social media and not so much in this position that I'm in now, but when I was in positions before I would be getting texts in the middle of the night saying like, Hey, you need to go deal with this. And so like, I'm like, okay, that is outside of my control, but like what is inside of my control. And like, part of that for me is because I work in social media, I volunteer for social media at my church, um, which includes moderating their live stream. Yeah. And I said, I don't care if I'm on a Sunday or if I'm on a Saturday, but please don't put me on both because I need a day where yeah. I am not working in social media. Yeah. And exactly. that's kind of like the boundary that I've put up for myself of like, just give me a day. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to serve otherwise, but yeah. I need a day where I'm not working. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it really is just, um, I, I think it's obviously you don't want to try to have a whole bunch of non-negotiables because it's not realistic and you're just going to set yourself up for failure. Right. But when you feel the urging of the Holy spirit, like this is this important, like it really is this important. This is my non-negotiable, like, right. Then you can actually ask him, okay, but what does this mean? And how do I set that up? And if it needs outside accountability, then um, he'll direct you in that too. Like, I don't have anything right now that I feel like necessarily needs that for me, but but I think if it is something that is in that, like he'll lead you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So drawing back a little bit to like your job and what you do, what ways does your faith show up or not show up with like what you do on your day to day? Um, whether it be like interactions with your coworkers or like how, how you act or how you, you know, how do you like, minister to the people around you if you do yeah Yeah. can you say more about that so when I first hired on to the job it was very clear to me because it number one they shouldn't have hired me I was not even remotely qualified (laughs) um it was very clear in fact when I when I you know had given him my resume and then he said okay come in I want to meet with you there's that 148 alarm (laughs) <laughs> do you want to do you want to go and pray I will respect that all good all good I'm here in blessing and okay. I will remember today I, and actually yes and I, so when, anyway. when we sign off I'll remind you <laughs> yeah. so um that's funny uh so when I first hired on so I gave the resume and then he said okay I want to meet with you and I printed off the job description and when I went in and sat at his desk and I, I knew them because I was on the tourism council. So I worked with the chamber, right. um, in that capacity. And I, and I knew the person that was interviewing me and I said, okay, now, before we start talking, you have these qualifications and I don't have that one, that one, that one, or that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> so when he told me, you know, after, I, after I was hired and the newspaper came to do a, a feature that he was like, he, she tried to talk me out of it. I did. Cause I wasn't qualified. Um, but because tried to warn you. I don't know. I tried to tell you. <laughs> so, um, 
honestly, they hired me for my passion. So, cause I just, yeah. I love our community. We've always been one of those. We're a small town. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of a stepping stone for most, usually it's a kid coming out of college, gets their feet wet here and it goes on somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I, I'm here. This is my, this is the first town I've ever loved. So God's got me here, but um, I knew it was very clear that this was an assignment from God. This wasn't about a job. And so a lot of times mm-hmm. that will mean, um, especially in the early days, it still happens some, but especially in the early days, I had um, a 30 minute commute. Now it's, mm-hmm. it's only 15 minutes, but that commute was me um, praying about whatever it was in this city that he, you know, whatever I felt was on God's heart, I was praying yes into whatever I thought he was, you know, was on his heart for mineral wells. And so um, there's that I've actually had some really cool opportunities, like with the film crews that have come through and you know, just kind of some of the different people that I work with in events. I've developed some amazing relationships with some of the people that serve in our community, which it helps. It's a small town, but it really is a great community of people. And so, um, and the people in the tourism industry here are absolutely amazing. And so I'm able to um, connect and work with them and pray for them. And, you know, if I, somebody comes to mind, whether it's somebody in the community or not, you know, if somebody pops into my head, if at all possible, I take a moment and just text them, Hey, I'm thinking about you. How can Mm -hmm. I pray for you? Or, Hey, you know, you popped in my head. Is there something going on? Or, or I felt like God said this about you. So like, that's one is just, if you hear it, you know, try to do it. If you can, if somebody comes into mind, try to do something with that right then. Um, yeah. Same thing on Facebook. Like if you're scrolling Facebook and somebody says, Hey, I need prayer. You know, most people are doing prayed or sending prayers up or I'll be praying. I actually, if at all possible, if I have the time, we'll stop and just pray right there in the comments, like yeah. whatever's on my heart for that, because I don't, I don't want to have said that I prayed and then get busy and forget. I want to actually just go ahead and do that. Right. So at least I did. Um, but I've also, you know, built some great relationships with people outside our community, like the production crews or um, one time we had an actor come through that I have no idea how it happened, but we just kind of started communicating and um, he has spent, he doesn't live here. He spent many hours on the phone with my husband and I, and we've just been able to minister to him and pray for him. Mm -hmm. And when he's transitioning and he's moved to another state or doing things like he'll call and check in with us and just ask for prayer. And, um, you know, I have a location scout that, that I've been working with for the last year and a half on, um, like the Yellowstone, Bass Reeves, 1883, those films. Um, and I've gotten to know her. And so we just check in every now and then and, Hey, just checking in, how's it going? And so I, God has just given me lots of opportunities to minister to people, even if it's not speaking God to them, it's just speaking life into them. Um, You know, cause like, like my, you know, some of them it's clear they're not Christian and that doesn't, that's not my problem. My, my, (laughs) my job is just to speak life into them and to speak love into them. So, um, God is, he just gives me lots of opportunities to do that, you know, with people that are Mm -hmm. passing through, it seems, especially with the, the film, you know, the production companies, which is, which is a lot of fun, but, um, you know, and, and at work, I'll be honest, there are many days at work that I'm so I'm a one person tourism department in a town that is busting loose with tourism right now. And it's right. amazing and it's exhausting. Right. And so I have to get real intentional about not letting myself get bogged down in the heaviness of it because I, it, I, it gets overwhelming. I mean, just real honest, it gets overwhelming, but, um, 
a lot of times. So people will send either a text or they'll Facebook message or they'll send an email and they'll just kind of be cheering me on or praying for me or whatever. I've learned to actually print those out. <clears throat> and my best friend who now lives in Missouri, she does paper crafting. Okay. Something of hers around. But yeah. she um one time she paper crafted a really pretty envelope and um and it lays open and it has a sticker or something about it. It's always funny. She's just funny. I kept that envelope and I have it mounted to my computer monitor at work. And every time somebody sends a, a text or a, a prayer or something, or says, Hey, you're doing a great job. I will print those off and I'll stick them in my, that envelope. And so on the days that get really heavy, I can just pull those out as reminders of, you know, there are people that are praying for me. There are people that I am impacting and serving and they see it, even if right now I don't feel it. So yeah. sometimes it's just pulling, you know, kind of pulling some of those things out. But, um, I, and I, I don't even for a second want it to sound like I've got it all. Like I'm perfect at remembering to point my heart towards God all day long. Right. I, seriously, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but like, please, if you're listening and watching, please don't think that there's anybody in the world that actually is doing all the things that we're sharing with you perfectly. Right. There are ideas. And and if you can latch on to one or two of the ideas that from each podcast you hear, like, that's great. But don't look at us thinking that we're doing all oh, the things perfectly. Oh, Not even. No. no. So, yeah. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. yeah. And I, so I think like, I'm just processing for myself, like the things, cause one of my next questions, which you kind of answered, but I'll give you the chance to like add anything of like, how do you have the energy for God at the end of the day? Like, that's something that I yeah. struggle with a lot. Cause yeah. you know, I got health issues and, and now with the job I'm at currently, it's a little bit better, but like previously and other jobs it was like an energy suck yeah. and at the end of the day I'm like I go from my car to bed and there's <laughs> nothing yeah. in between there yeah um and so like you said like have your non-negotiables you know have those things that trigger being intentional is there anything else you'd want to add on to that yeah you know I, I'm too I have um some health things and and I I actually have this kind of weird thing that was starting to happen to me the other day. I haven't had in a long time, but when I go and go and go for too long, my adrenal system shuts down and I, yeah. I am just like sick, sick, sick. And the last time it happened, I was down for 12 weeks. Mm. So I have learned to watch that, but, but I, um, I have learned over the last probably year that I do far better. I have far more energy and I'm able to wake up in the morning if I go to bed early, so between, if at all possible, I can go to bed between eight 30 and nine, mm -hmm. then it's easy for me to, I wake up at six o'clock in the morning without an alarm. I can get up and I'm awake and I can spend time with God. Um, the thing is, it's kind of a cycle. So if you can mm -hmm. just get yourself it, figure out what that time, you know, I'm not saying you need to go to bed at eight 30, right. but figure out what that is for you yeah. that gives your body the rest it needs. Um, so that then you can wake up, you can spend the time with God because it's the, it's the start of a cycle. Then you mm -hmm. start to find your day goes better. You have more energy. You feel better because you spent time with God. Doesn't right. mean you're not going to be tired, but it also changes your attitude yeah. <laughs> when you're rested and you have had time with God. Um, and so I, I have learned that if I'm starting to get a bad attitude about things, I 
need to really pay attention to my thoughts and I really need to pay attention to, am I getting sleep and am I um, eating properly? <laughs> like, right. it's, it's just, it's getting real. And, and I think, you know, I'm 40. It's just, <laughs> I didn't even realize I snoozed it. Let's just turn it off. <laughs> it's okay. Siri, Siri clearly has something to say. She, um, yeah. She's like, don't forget the figs, man. Don't forget the figs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I it just uh, sometimes we just have to make some hard choices to get ourselves started, and then once we can kind of get into a good rhythm, it gets better. But but yeah. but then we also life hits and things get overwhelming, and you know I have a late event and I can't go to bed at eight thirty or night. Don't even make it to right. bed till midnight. Right. Then I've got to really pay attention the next day to, okay, first off, I've got to have grace with myself. I'm going to be tired. I'm not going to wake up at six. And just to be real honest, then on that day, I, I probably won't spend time with God in the morning, right. but the other habits that I've created throughout the day, just help me to point my heart back toward him throughout the day. Right. Um, so it's having grace for the times when you don't get to control what's yeah. happening around. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, I totally agree of just like, my best times I know there's like morning morning birds and uh, night owls and I definitely am a person who wakes up early and like feels early and I'm like yeah, yeah. like I'm yeah. really like my best writing happens in the morning I clean the house the best in the morning yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I am uh, and so just like getting into that routine where you wake up early yeah. or well where I wake myself up early and like get going in a way that's, you know, going to be glorifying to God. That's, that's really important as well. Well, and I think part of it too, is knowing, um, you know, the season you're in, if you've got kiddos, it may be the only, you may be a night owl, right. but if, if in the evenings you can't get time alone, instead of cons- constantly trying to go against the grain of your life right. and insisting that at night I'm going to have time alone and then being angry and frustrated every time the kiddos is disrupt, like you've set yourself up for failure. Yeah. So you're going to have to get real honest about the season of life. And yeah. like I, I don't have kiddos at home. I have a 20 year old. He's gone, uh, not gone. He's, uh, <laughs> he's not home with me. Right. Um, and so, uh, but you know, I said earlier that we bought an RV to go be park hosts. Well, if you've ever been in an RV, there's nowhere to get away from the other person in your house. Right. Yeah. And so I have to get up early because, um, my husband is great. I love him, but he, he keeps forgetting that I'm trying to read. I'm trying to, and it just chatter away. So I have to get up early. So, I mean, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of knowing like this, this is the season of your life. These are the people in your world. You can either stay constantly frustrated with them because you're trying to go against the grain or you can find a way that works. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Man, you wear so many hats. It's impressive. (laughs) Um, so kind of going off like, okay, so we talked about, you know, adding in just these kind of like, um, you know, anchors throughout your day. What are some of the spiritual disciplines or discipline that you have a hard time kind of implementing because of your work and your many hats? Yeah. I honestly, the hardest one for me is, um, time dedicated to just praying. Mm-hmm. like set apart from everything else and just praying. Mm-hmm. I, 
I don't, I don't beat myself up for it. Um, but I also know that throughout the day I'm talking to God anyway, Yeah. but that deep intercession, like that travailing. And I don't think that necessarily we're supposed to travail every day. I think travailing is when there's something heavy, Um, but, but real time focused on just intercession. Mm -hmm. I really, honestly, it doesn't happen unless, you know, I'm with a a group and um, that's our, you know, we're intentionally praying for something. Yeah. I'm not great at, at just dedicated intercessory time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for me, it's also like, uh, especially with like my writing and, and, and if I want any kind of focus time, I can't be at home. I have to get out of the house. That's what right? my studio's That's for. That's what your studio is for. Because I, like, I'm sitting at my office right now and I go, dang, my office is so messy. Ooh, what's that pile of clothes over there? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I need to take out the trash. Like, I don't know if you, it's like backwards, but on my whiteboard, it says clean <laughs> office right there. Um, <laughs> because I have a little bit of shiny object syndrome and yeah. I will get distracted. And so yeah. like for me, when I really want that time with God, I have to get out of the house, whether it be in nature or a coffee yeah. shop, like it doesn't yeah. matter where I'm at. I just need to be away from my life yeah. Um, yeah. In, in normalcy, but also working from home there are some days where I don't go outside. Like I hate to admit <laughs> that, but like, I'm like, Oh, I didn't step foot outside today. Like, yeah, that could be a problem. So yeah, yeah definitely setting aside that time. That can be, that can be a struggle and a hardship. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that with us because I think that, I think that sometimes people think like everyone's kind of got it down and you're the only one who struggles. And that's like, so yeah. not true. Yeah. No, no no one has it all together. Um, so in wrapping up for our listeners out there, what is one thing that they can do this week, this month as a takeaway from our conversation to help build their discipline or their faith practice into their life? Yeah. So, um, before I give a tip, I'm going to say first off, um, you know, know that not know that nod, know that God knows the season that you're in. And he knows the challenges that you have. He knows the people around your life. In fact, he put them there. So rather than try to um, work against them and fight against that grain, um, he knows Holy Spirit can help you find a rhythm and a practice to work with your life the way that it is right now. Give yourself grace Don't try to compare to what others are doing or what others say you should be doing. Um, That's, that's like my first, like, know that first, like, let's get your mindset right first. Um, But then, you know, practical tips, you know, one would be, I shared the virtual Bible caddy. um, And then another one would be, you know, set the alarms. And I actually, you know, when I was kind of thinking about this uh, interview, I realized those are both parts of a, a 10 day do something challenge. So yeah. I'm giving you the link. There's actually yes. 10 things there, 10 super easy, super quick. A lot of times fun. You know, if you just pick one of those 10 things to do for the next two weeks, like you will have already invested in your relationship with God. So, mm-hmm. so like I said, I've you have gave you the link. I love that. it. Yeah. And um, it'll be and in the show got notes videos too. With it. It's got, it's got a YouTube video to walk you through it, or you can yeah. read it. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And those will be in the show notes too. And I think too, like, 
I am a very like action oriented person. And so it's like, give me something to do. Don't just tell, <laughs> don't just tell me that like you can have faith in a full-time no. job too. Cause like, we all know that there's people yeah. who do that every day. Let's like give people like yeah. practical takeaways. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to, yeah. to share that resource with our listeners. Um, Rose, thank you so much for joining yeah. me. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Okay. So um, I'm most active in the Facebook group called Beneath the Fig Tree Figs Community or YouTube. And it's just Beneath the Fig Tree. Um, I've got the website beneathfigtree.org or Instagram and Facebook or Beneath the Fig Tree. Honestly, I'm not super active on the Facebook page or the Instagram page. It's just, it's just not there. So that's all right. So the (laughs) Facebook group or the YouTube channel. Yeah. Those are the places that are most active. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Rose. Well, thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time. Absolutely. It's great. Thanks for joining us. If you liked what you were listening to, make sure you subscribe and hit those five stars and we'll catch you on the next episode.